Hey guys, I hope you all like the last episode of our podcast and this time we have an interesting guest with us, uh, Niranjan. So, Niranjan, please introduce yourself. Hi, Varsha. Thank you so much for calling me in your podcast. So, I'm Niranjan and uh, most people, at least my close ones, know me as Niru and uh, I would explain myself as a calligraphy artist and currently I'm studying at IIT Hyderabad with you. Yeah. And I also need to give a little introduction about Niranjan from my side. So, Niranjan is a calligraphy artist and teacher. And if you ever happen to visit his uh, Instagram profile, which you absolutely must, you will know that he has more than 50,000 followers there. And in a nutshell, we have a social media star right here in IITH. So, if you ever want to learn about it, check his profile out. He's doing absolutely great work there and teaching people for free as well. So, my monologue is over. Let's move on to Niranjan. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, Niranjan, take us through your whole journey. How did art become a part of your life? Yeah. So, um, even when I was small, my mom was an art teacher. So, art was a very important part of my life. And uh, when I was doing my B.Tech in media, I, I found something called calligraphy. And I'm generally a curious person. And I wanted to learn this new form of art. And I was totally at it. It went on for a few uh, few years. And then uh, I had a job, then I quit and I started pursuing calligraphy full on. So it's been about six years. That's great. And uh, when did you know that you had to take up art professionally? Tell us something more about your educational background right from your school. Yeah. So uh, like I said, uh, right when I was in high school, I realized that I was totally into media, dance, art, Sing, I mean, music and everything. So I knew that I wanted to go into media. So I did my B.Tech in media from Carnegie University. So that's one of the only universities in the world with a B.Tech degree in media. So I had to learn the practical as well as the technical part of media. And after that, I was uh, I was working as a designer at a, at Satyam Cinemas. It's a movie chain. And slowly I realized that I wanted to do something on my own, which is when I quit. I took a leap of faith and I started uh, my Instagram profile. And slowly it started gaining some atten- attention and um, I got my first job at a cafe of writing a chalkboard menu. And so I, that was like your first ever job? First ever ever. After the SPI cinemas Correct. thing. Correct, okay. exactly. So, so how did you land that gig by the way? So I just started this Instagram page and I started posting a lot of works. It, it, it wasn't great but I started posting. I just kept going at it and I was seeing some improvement. So one thing about Instagram is that um, people know, correct? People remember. if. Suppose I someone comes to me and says, do you know any podcaster? I, my mind straightly goes to you, right? Yeah, so the same way, one of my friends was asked about a calligraphy mm-hmm. artist. So mm-hmm. she suggested my name. I wasn't great, but still I was, I think I was the only one around the time, which is why I, I got the job and I did it for like three days straight, three days and three nights. And I didn't feel a, even a little bit of disappointment while doing it. It was, I... I was on I was in the zone. Mm-hmm. So that is when I realized that I want to do it as a career. Okay. And I was I think uh, 22 or 23 back then. So okay. I wanted to risk it. I okay. wanted to you know go full on which is what I did. Yeah. And um, did you ever feel that pressure when your other students I mean your other classmates are going for more conventional careers and did you ever feel like you probably made a mistake or whether people around you like friends or family uh, you know dissuading you from taking it up so how did you take so like, deal with it yeah so there were people who uh, who went to the mainstream 
work and job but uh, i knew that you know this is what i had to do and i knew that if i given my full person full 100% i will definitely do something in it right mm-hmm. and even if it doesn't work work out i can still go back to the proper job and anything so that is there but then i felt like after a few years i won't have the choice so it's yeah. now or never yeah so, makes sense yeah. yeah and tell us something about the other gigs you've taken up like the cafe one sounds very interesting yeah. so what did you do in the cafe by the way what were you um, writing so uh, they were actually building a constructing a new cafe and there was a huge menu board uh-huh. in which the chef specials were written okay okay and um, So yeah so the we we had a great discussion with the cafe owner and um, I played around with the fonts okay. added some illustration okay. it was a great job this So this cafe was in Chennai Yeah it was in Chennai Okay let me which, which one is it I'm It's called Stuffles Stuffles okay yeah. where is it uh, It's in Kilbox Oh that's amazing okay So um also another thing is how did your whole content creation journey you know start and at what point of time did your channel start getting traction all right so uh, i think i started uh, calligraphy 6 years back and then 5 years back i started my instagram profile and uh, i started posting for an for a few months and then after an year people started asking me for uh, classes right mm-hmm. so i took a leap of faith again i uh, started taking offline workshops so i went went to the same i started with the same cafe actually oh that's amazing yeah i went to the cafe and i was like people were in doing many workshops there. during that time okay. okay during that time actually mm-hmm. now workshops are great yeah but back then five no years one, back like exactly. people were in there exactly okay, yeah. so people weren't aware about workshops so i went to the cafe i rented the space i paid the whole money how much did that cost you that costed about 4 or 5k okay, okay yeah for a few hours okay, right okay. and uh, right then i didn't have any students like mm-hmm. they weren't uh, because I I used to charge about one fee or something, and mm-hmm. people I hadn't started promoting it, mm-hmm. but then I just wanted to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the cafe. I said that I want to conduct a workshop. I hired the space, and then I started posting. And my first workshop was a houseful. So wow. So that okay. is when I knew that you know the entire this, cafe was like full. The of entire people. cafe was full, and wow. the cafe owner was like astonished. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So because you started from there, like correct. doing the menu and everything. There. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so that happened, and then uh, I conducted a few more workshops in different cafes. I wanted different environments, so I did that, and then uh, yeah, finally after Chennai, I start I start with Hyderabad, Bangalore, Mumbai, and have been going there. Oh, so you conduct workshops all over the country now? Yeah, correct. That's amazing. So there are like people from other cities as well who you know are your audience. True, true, very true. That's amazing. Yeah. And also, um, since you're popular on social media and stuff, did you? Uh, I mean, do you get recognized by people outside sometimes and like for selfie, autograph? Yes. <laughs> did you have like any experiences where you were probably doing uh, grocery shopping and people just came <laughs> up to you and wanted, you know, to talk to you? So, yeah. did you have any? So, experience? not in grocery shops, but um, in art stores, this happens a lot. And even at our art stalls and some exhibitions, the way we go, people recognize and they. Yeah. That's amazing. So if you remember in the very uh, beginning you reached out to me when there was uh, a Litsock event or something and you wanted to participate mm-hmm. and I remember I followed you from the very beginning even before you came to college um uh, you know one of my uh, teachers had you know recommended your your page to learn new stuff. So I was following Niranjan from the very beginning and I used to watch his tutorials and everything. 
so he reached out to me uh, asking if he could participate in a litsock event and i was like this is only for iit hyderabad people <laughs> this is not for outsiders and yeah that's when <laughs> yeah i was super shocked like i i so that that was basically scribble right yeah, yeah. so i really wanted to participate and uh, even like only iit students yeah. yeah and that's when i knew that he had you know like joined here so niranjan was popular for people who were you know interested in art and everything from the very beginning and it's great that you joined mm-hmm. us here and also another thing that i would like to ask you is how about brand collaborations have you done any and how is it like yeah so brand collaborations are very important for artists because uh, more than the amount or anything you get equipments right and you you get a motivation to start experimenting with new experiments so there are two ways to it one is the brand approaches you this happens with time when mm-hmm. you gain a following okay otherwise even you can approach the brand okay. or start using their uh, products and ta- start tagging them okay. and they'll see your works and they'll reach out to you as a review panel they'll wow. start s- sending you stuff wow. and, okay. so that's a great uh, part so you of get the free stuff yeah exactly that's amazing like do you receive only art supplies as free stuff or what all have you received so far so since i'm an art uh, you know art creator most of my stuff for related to art but a few like for example moj they send me ring lights mm-hmm. tripods and stuff oh, like nice. that to create more because you're a moj creator now correct okay correct, exactly. that's amazing and also um, i think as a creator uh, especially on instagram uh, have you ever f- felt like maybe if i start promoting other brands i would get you know other ki- kind of money as well because i've seen a lot of artists per se like dancers travel influencers and everything they start promoting skincare brands hair care brands out of nowhere but have you ever felt that no this is not what my audience has signed up for so i might as well not venture into it did you true. have that feeling true i okay. think i think you've got to stay true, true to your audience and okay. uh, they followed you for a reason right yeah. to yeah, in yeah. my case it for helpful tutorials mm-hmm. art related stuff and i think so i should i sh- i should be doing that and eventually if my audience asks for something like that i need to transition that's how some uh, fashion influencers become become lifestyle lifestyle, lifestyle influencers, influencers right? yeah so yeah so um especially because you are an educator so do you have any memorable experiences with your students uh, any anyone you know you remember in particular something like that so um so during the covid time right i I found that a lot of my students they made an income for themselves mm-hmm. so they didn't have a job and they wanted to do something so they started calligraphy they started writing for people so I so I think that is very close to my heart people making some something out of it mm-hmm. and uh, and they enjoying it and at the same time they make money money out of it, out of it. Yeah. yeah and this has happened with a lot of people mm-hmm. so so they've like started generating income after yeah, exactly. they took your courses and that's amazing as a Great. teacher to know that Great. uh you probably given them another new chapter than the mundane corporate life and stuff and there's always a general perception that people who um, go for art or something like that might not make uh, money to support themselves or something like that so now is the time for you to flex <laughs> tell us everything about your income sources and because uh, i think this is the common perception but i i know a lot of people who make much more than what Uh, a nine-to-five person at a corporate job makes as well. So tell us about it. And yeah, so one thing about um, 
being an artist in india is that you got to educate people first what are the possibilities like for example the chalkboard menu not many people are aware of it but there's an opportunity right yeah. so first you got to find all the opportunities you got to list down and then slowly start working on them one by one so i started with the cafe chalkboard mm-hmm. menu then workshops and on- online classes then I saw the other media, which is YouTube, Instagram, Udemy. Mm-hmm. I started course. Okay. So um, right now the things that I have are uh, my YouTube channel, and then um, I've got courses on Udemy, and then I've got, uh, inst- I mean, the short video profiles on Moj, uh, Instagram. Of course. So that's all a place where you can generate income from Ex- from Moj as well. Yeah. So okay. Moj pays about uh, a fixed amount, which yeah. has a. It has a fixed amount for. Mm-hmm. I just have to post every day, and okay. then they pay a fixed amount. Okay. YouTube is based on the ads, yeah. so every alternate month they pay. Okay. Udemy is based on the courses, mm-hmm. so number of students. So how does Udemy um, like work? Like how much yeah. do they like? If you say, for example, you charge like five hundred rupees, mm-hmm. how much does Udemy take, and how much? Yeah. So Udemy Udemy has a lot of uh, discounts going on always. Yeah. So you can't have the full rate. So they suggest us to charge a little bit more than what is what usually happens. Okay. So for example, if uh, for example if the course is for five hundred, we get about two fifty or something. Okay. Okay. Like that. So you've got to charge accordingly. Okay. But the numbers are huge. In Udemy. Yeah. There are a lot of people. Exactly. So there are about seven thousand students right okay, now. Okay. Right now. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And there wasn't any marketing that I did for it. Mm-hmm. Udemy does all the marketing. By, they okay. promote and do everything. So okay. that's so fifty percent for the marketing is fine. I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And also, um, how is college helping you after coming here? Uh, how old are you now? So right now I'm twenty six. Okay. So how is college helping you? How did you find it to be after a long time of working and stuff? I I think college has given me a new perspective. Right now I'm doing my masters in design, mm-hmm. and uh, all my all my classmates are super talented. Yeah, and they're talented in really different things, and this yeah. has been a change of perspective to me because I was at my home working from my space completely, right? And then seeing all these talented people around, it motivates me to do more. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's amazing. And also, uh, tell us about the gig that you got from a company in Hong Kong. That was. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this company called Photo Logo okay. from Hong Kong, and uh, they basically a few uh, around two years back they hired about twenty calligraphers from the world. So okay. I was the one from India. Yeah. And uh, did you apply for it or did they like come to you or something? So they had an ad on Instagram. Okay. Probably they had targeted artists. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then I had applied, mm-hmm. and uh, basically they saw my works and mm-hmm. then they gave me the job. So okay. this was like uh, I had to write about twenty signatures every day, mm-hmm. and they used to pay me a fixed amount at the end of the okay. month, which was great. Yeah. And uh, so so this way I had a steady income too. Yeah. I, ha- I was doing something I love, and I could experiment. Mm-hmm. And also, since you're in college and you uh, cannot work right now, yeah. it's amazing that you've set up a passive income source from which you can generate money as well, and also simultaneously learn new things in college. So that's amazing. So for anyone who's uh, very skeptical about you know taking arts as a profession, I think you are such a great example you. that you can earn money and still do what you love. And also tell us about the leap of faith that you took that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, so um, the first leap of faith was trusting in my art. I you, you gotta basically trust the process, right? You can't be amazing. Yeah, in day one day. One. Yeah, exactly. So trust the process, and if you need to have a backup, please do have a backup. If you if you need some something to hold on to, mm-hmm. please do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I've been taking leap of faiths 
at different uh, intervals in my time so first was the on- offline workshop then transitioning to online and then i i have an app so it's called the neuro calligraphy app and i teach calligraphy and i basically paid a company about uh, 30k to start it so that okay. was again a leap of faith exactly. right i had to trust in myself yeah. and uh, Yeah, and that was great. I yeah. I I got the return in a few days. Wow! Wow! Okay, so, that's so, amazing. So sometimes you gotta believe in it and go for it. It yeah. might or might not work, but uh, way. But there's still learning in the whole process. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And how were your parents like? Were they like supporting you from the beginning, or were they like, illa pavana? What do you? So my family is super supportive. Okay. I I think uh, even when I took the decision of uh, quitting my job and starting this. they were always there they they made sure that i was i was doing it mm-hmm. properly yeah. so which mattered because when you're freelancing you're mm-hmm. on you're you're on your own right yeah. you don't have a boss you work with your own deadline exactly so yeah. so so it's, it becomes hard mm-hmm. and uh, during those hard times i think my family was there telling me like do this mm-hmm. they get, they got me some contacts and things mm-hmm. like they were always supportive that's amazing yeah. and what advice would you uh, give to people who want to invest themselves in art uh who want to you know start their journey in art what would you tell them yeah i'd say see what excites you first and start with it then slowly transition to others make sure you explore all the fields that excites you and finally fix on one and start practicing every day and as you learn start teaching others that's when you grow yeah and also yeah. art is not something that's like an inherent ability Correct. i think uh, it definitely comes with a lot of practice So yeah thank you so much for yeah. yeah sharing your insights and everything with us and it was amazing having you thank you Asha thank yeah. you so much for having me and uh, it was a pleasure yeah, thank you so much